And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Did You Know? Uh, I'm your host, Max. And I'm Alan. And today is going to be an interesting episode because this episode was born out of frustration, uh, to say the least. Um, basically, the point of this episode, just going to preface this flat out, the point of this episode is not to steer you necessarily in any sort of special direct in a excuse me, specific direction or any sort of political party of any sort. Um, the point of this show is that, well, yeah, your opinions can be manipulated by media so long as, you know, the concepts of skepticism and, and critical thought have been pretty much disregarded. Um, you know, we no longer are looking at information for the purpose of, of questioning, but to respond and to react. And, the more outrageous the reaction, the more people will share, react, and respond, and almost always in that order. And with this in mind, we have to understand, you know, who who does it benefit and who does it, who who suffers the most in this equation. In this case, not to sound necessarily really not to sound cliche, but really the kids are the ones that are gonna uh, uh, suffer the most. And I'm saying this from the standpoint of one, the father, because realistically you're we're teaching kids to forego the one thing that has given us the human race the edge over every other living thing and that's critical thought i mean we we've been curious we've been able to critically look at something and come up with a solution or come up with a, a an opinion based on what we have found out so this kind of leads us to the question of where are we now well Large media companies have pretty much declared themselves the arbiters of truth with no real, no real person, single person to answer to. So no check, no balance, you know, and if you don't agree with a point, it no longer becomes a debate. It becomes an attempt at in character assassination. So this episode is going to be my hybrid rant slash lesson in critical thought based on current events, right? So if it looks like I'm siding with one uh, with one political party over the other, understand that this is what's actually going on today. It's not so much that this is what I chose on purpose. No, this is what's actually happening today. And so my goal at the end of this episode is twofold. One, you'll begin to look at things from all sides and not just for face value or at least who whoever fed you said information. Now, you can disagree with it, and that's fine. That's perfectly fine. But you've maintained your critical nature and you've looked at things in an objective manner and you said, "Okay, now I know the reasoning. I may not agree with it, but now I'm not so riled up in, you know, hatred or emotion or whatever." And the second is actually pretty important considering our our current technology is a massive improvement in Google Foo, all right? Everybody appreciates uh, uh, learning Google Foo. So at least if I can get you to say, you know Google Foo like Keanu Reeves, then my life has, uh, my life has been, uh, 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 well, whatever the word is, but worth I'm living. happy. Thank you. It's worth living. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <sighs> Alan, you ready for this? Um, I Yeah, I got my, I, I just perused my Facebook and uh, <laughs> just... You know, center clicked a whole bunch of shit that, um, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you the know. One, like, even, even listeners and stuff, you know what I'm talking about. It, it, exactly. And I mean, for anybody who's, who, 
even has the remote, uh, you know, the slightest remote <laughs> idea of what what's actually happening is, you know, the last, oh, hell, I want to even go back like the last six months, you know, our Facebook feeds, whether you agree with it or not, have been filled with a lot of hate. And I'm going to say that with a broad sweeping brush because really we've only been fed one side of the story. And so, you know, when, when we look at these things, you know, we're, when we're being fed this one exact side, people take it and they're like, well, you see, this proves my point. So it confirms their bias. And that's not something that I have ever been comfortable with because, one, I used to do that when I was much younger and I didn't know how the world worked. And as cliche as that sounds, it's true. So, you know, when... when I just started thinking about this episode. I'm like, this, this is, it's, it's infuriating to see only one side being told and yet nobody understands the why. Nobody understands the how. Nobody even spends 10 minutes to look up information. I mean, Alan and I have stated this many times in many episodes in the past. You know, you've got a device that essentially has 10,000 years worth of information and nobody's using it for whatever reason. Or they don't use it the correct way. Or they don't use it the correct way. That's exactly it. Hell, <clears throat> a really good example, you know, and, and obviously no dig at my wife or anything. You know, my wife was asked me the question. Uh, uh, we got into discussion about a, a few things that she saw on Facebook. And she asked me, you know, a few questions about it and how I feel about it. And I told her, you know, this is how I feel based on such and such information. So based on X, Y, and Z, this is my opinion of it. Um, so I'm not taking the necessarily hard stance. She goes... Well, how do you find that information? And I had to explain to her, well, a lot of it actually stems from how do you ask the question? Uh, or if you look at the information that's, prov that's provided, ask yourself, well, has this happened before? Or how does this affect anybody else? Um, and, and you kind of go from there. So you're basically breaking down the problem to look at, you know, what is the base underlying issue? And then you ask the questions from there. Because I can guarantee you that if you actually input that information to Google, Google is just an algorithm. It, it's, it's just a parser. All it's going to do is look at your questions like, ah, wait a minute, let me put these words together in different forms and in different or, you know patterns and let me find it. And then it'll give you the answer or somewhere close. And then you can kind of dig around from there. So it's leaving breadcrumbs in a way that you can actually start digging for more and more and more information. So this is the problem that I'm seeing. And even in, in my own Facebook feed, God, I swear, I don't, oh man, it's so aggravating. It's so exhausting. I'm to the point where I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to log into Facebook anymore, man. Like, I just, I just don't want to do it. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm just, like I said, I, I'm just pulling up some stuff as I come across it. And, um, I mean, shoot, uh, I got... One person that posted, uh, I guess it's a tweet from God. Um, I love those tweets. They're hilarious, but sometimes they're just stupid. It says, if you're a Christian and you support the Muslim ban, you might be a lot of things, but you're not a freaking Christian. And if you don't know anything about our, um, uh, you know, whenever we talked about religion and everything, there's a lot of, like, mm -hmm. different points of views and different, like, who's evil, who's good, and all that stuff, right. and, and whatever. Uh, so I mean, to me, I mean, I I get it. Like the their Muslim bans bad or, or whatever. Like I understand what. It's really hard to talk about this without sounding like you're for or against anything. 
Right. Um, it, 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 and that's how that's unfortunately how it's been framed. And yeah, which is, I guess, in that sense, then we should, uh, we'll just say, gosh, I don't know, go on record saying that we're just saying it because that's what's in front of us. Um, <laughs> we're not saying it because it's our opinion or anything or whatever. It's just that's what's in front of us. That's what we're saying. That's what the world is seeing. And it's like this weird, if you're, it, 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 it's gotten to the point where you can't say anything without going like, oh, is that racist or, or is that politically correct or anything? Exactly. Which is, which is ridiculous. Like, I shouldn't have to sit there and go like, oh, could you hand me um, the, the TV remote? It's black. And then there, somebody goes like, Why does well, it have to be black? Why is, yeah. Or like, why, why didn't you just say hand me the remote? It's a, it, the color of the remote's fucking black. Like, what do you want me to do? Um, can you hand me the remote that goes to the TV? It's got colors and numbers on it. The colors are, don't matter, though. Why'd you have to even say it had colors? Did you just assume that it's a TV remote? You know, like... <laughs> it's the most racist TV remote I've ever heard of. <laughs> exactly. And it's it's ridiculous. Like, no one can have an opinion without being, pla- like, labeled as, you know, left or right. And if you're left, then you're a crazy liberal. And if you're you're right, then you're... right, you're, you're racist. You're, you're pro-Trump. You're racist. You mm-hmm. know, God hates you. People hate you. You hate gays and lesbians and black people and Chinese and Asians and Muslims. And it's like, no, that's not... Like there's so much to people, so many more intricate parts that make people unique and make us people, humans that sitting there like labeling somebody because they said something one time. All right. Or like you take something out of context. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. And even and even then, you know, the concept of like, you know, cutting people up, because this is why critical thought in my mind is always so important, because. A lot of um, forgive me with the sniffles. Sorry, I got I can't. He's sick as a dog, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know the fact that that <laughs> you can um, basically cut people up into little sections and say this is who you are. You should believe in X, Y, and Z, and this is who you detest. You no longer have to think for yourself. You no longer have to sit there and apply any sort of three-dimensional thought to your life, all right? Things are made up for you, and that is the most ridiculous thing that I've ever heard of, and it is just monumentally stupid, you know? I, and, and just like Alan stated, there's so, many, so much more to people, and we can't just be packed and pigeonholed into these little itty bitty boxes that it's just it doesn't it doesn't make sense so going off on the, the muslim ban we're going to touch on that all right and we're not going to take a hard stance on it all right but we're going to be we're going to show you based on facts you know that that we found that it's not as egregious as people make it out to be um so separating the fact from the hysteria you know here's some of the headlines that you'll actually find when you just say you type in in Google the Muslim band or band ban the Muslim ban band man how would they sound that would be kind of hilarious actually <laughs> I swear anyway um, so you know if you were to type in the Muslim ban on on Google you'll get Donald Trump declares war on Muslims Trump's uh, Muslim ban is a huge gift to ISIS and uh, what was the other one I think this one was from like Fox or something like that not Fox News but Fox V O X. Uh, like Trump's Trump's Muslim ban is a dangerous distraction. So already with the headlines, 
you're prepped. Your mind is prepped to accept that data based on that that uh, uh, that slant. All right. You've already accepted the fact that Donald Trump has done something wrong to Muslims. Donald Trump, uh, Donald Trump's ban is already doing something bad to, you know, give ISIS the upper hand, what have you. All right. The title in and of itself has conveyed so much more information that people realize that it preps your brain to accept data that, that you didn't even realize. So what happens then, you know, if you say, has this been done before? All right. Has a Muslim ban been done before? Well, surprisingly, yeah, it has. And on two separate occasions and on once before, I believe it was like 1940. No, 1952, there was an act that actually gave presidential power to do so. And there's also Article 212F of the Constitution that we can actually do that technically based on um, if they serve. uh, Well, it's not if they don't serve any purpose to the the citizenry. It's like if they're a detriment to the citizenry. All right. So. The one of them was actually most recent and nobody batted an eye. Nobody even knows about it. It was actually in 2011. All right. August 4th of 2011, Barack Obama actually signed the presidential proclamation, which is a suspension of entry as immigrants and non-immigrants of persons who participate in serious human rights and humanitarian law violations and other abuses. And he specifically banned travel from Iraq and then Jimmy Carter banned travel in 1980 from Iran. And Jimmy Carter actually took it a step further and shipped out 50,000 students, Iranian students here on student visas, and they, they shipped them all out back home. What happened to them? The hell if I know. All right. So knowing that information, at least now you know that this isn't unprecedented. This isn't something that is new. We're not living in a you know, post-fascist America or whatever the hell headlines I've been seeing on like Reddit and Twitter and God knows what else, you know, this is something that's been done relatively consistently. All right. So what, what's the meat and potatoes of the ban? Well, it just bans travel from those countries who are known hotbeds for terrorist activities. Okay, cool. Sounds reasonable enough. I mean, they can't travel here and so on and so forth. So then how far, how far does it go? Well, it'll, it's only for 120 days and, um, we we're not actually, we're not actually, uh, issuing new visas, right? So no new visas, no new citizens until we can figure out, uh, you know, what's going on. Well, okay. What part of, what part of it was struck down by the, uh, by the courts? Well, the part where it says, we can technically ship people out, and that I agree with. We, we shouldn't necessarily just start deporting people for that sake. I mean, that just sounds pretty gnarly as it is. You know, what do you think, Alan? I think that it's really freaking weird that the uh, president or whatever of University of Florida's name is Kent Fux. <coughs> F-U-C-H-S? That's how you pronounce that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Kent fucks. Is it fudges? Because that doesn't if, sound right. If it, wait, hold on. How do you spell it? F U C H S. 
What if this is futs? 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 I don't know. That, that could be, kind of like you're saying putts, but futs. I just, I don't know. I just, I read this as Kent Fox. And it's funny because it says Kent Fox, University of Florida president. So, oh! <laughs> so it sounds like Kent Fox, the University of Florida's president. <laughs> Anyways. Um, wow. That was, that, I have to give, whoever wrote the headline for that one, kudos to him. Um, But, uh, no, I, I think that... Um, I mean, it's it's people don't understand that it's America is the way that it is, and even with the even with the the re not reset, but like even with the people leaving or people being pushed out or people being blocked off and stuff like that, like it's still uh, like the country with like the most everything, pretty much. Like, yeah, it's it's. It's not, a, and I say this because I just I say this because I'm thinking of outside of the country, but it's not as bad as people make it sound. Like there are countries that are in way worse conditions. There are people going through way worse than people dressing up as vaginas walking down the road in New York City. <laughs> you know, there, like there, there's people that can't even say the word vagina without getting shot in the face. Like it's stuff like that, and and I think that's what people you know. They were just so. I'm not going to say we because I, I don't like to associate myself with that, but like, but people have in America, I guess, uh, have just become so like content with how things are that, mm-hmm. and I'm going to use this word that I learned today post fact world or post factual world that people are ignorant of the facts that you stated max where this has happened before and this has been done before and if you were to tell anybody that then they would just simply say that the times have changed they used to say cigarettes were good for you and now we know that they're not uh exactly however i think that uh you know even if it doesn't seem right at the time um you know the security of the united states is a little different from you know is something good for you health wise uh, it, like that's something that just kind of is like it it doesn't really change over time it's either it is or it isn't and that's based on the time right. and again i'm not trying to sound like i'm like anti-muslim or whatever but like if you if you look at the the way that things are and i'm gonna it's hard it's so hard to say this without me making like people you could literally take anything that i say out of context well, wait, and wait, be hold like on, hold on hold on because <laughs> your particular viewpoint is a little bit different all right now you're 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 veteran, right? So so uh, for the people out in the world today. Yeah. Oh, by, by the way, the reason why I brought up Kent uh, Kent Fox or whatever his name is uh, was because he they were like there's this issue uh, that statement that he issued on the uh, immigration executive order, um, and he's basically just going like, "We're going to keep you monitored. We have seven thousand international students and da da da." It's oh that that's just like the shit you see on Facebook all the time. It's like people going like, "Oh, be careful! Oh, don't worry! It's uh, it's it's coming! It's happening! It's this! It's that!" And it's just like, <sighs> yeah, pretty much. That, that's that you rest. just get exhausted. You're just like, oh, fucking. It's it, it, it's mentally exhausting. But what were you gonna it, say yeah. though? Um, well, no, just so kind of people have an idea. You're a veteran. You've been there before. You've seen a lot of that stuff. You've seen the worst of the worst, and then. You know, so you kind of have a, a grander view of these things. So I guess you can almost say like a bird's eye view, right, of both sides of the story, right, versus me just spouting the stuff off based on information that I've that I've uh, been able to procure, right? Mm. Mm. It's the best response ever. Uh, it, that was a yes or no question. I said, uh-huh. <laughs> 
No, I'm just I'm digging the. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just. Mm, mm. Oh man, that's great. And so I mean, his. You know, we're not. It's really damn hard to say. It's like, yeah, we're totally for it. We're not, but we have. You know, people have to understand. It's like. How how is this going to affect us? Okay, and realistically, people haven't even looked any further into what the ban means and, and some of the details. Like for example, you know, uh, the the purpose of that executive order not only says, okay, cool, we're not gonna we're not gonna accept travel from these countries, but also we're gonna cap the amount of refugees we take in. So they haven't actually banned the refugees. They've just capped the total amount per year, which is set at about 50,000, which is less than, than Obama and more than GW Bush. All right. So we actually are making compromise. We're making a grand amount of compromise and it's we should still take people in, but they're just going to be vetted. They're just going to go through uh, the very thorough background check, more so probably than what they go through already, in which anybody who has gone through the, the, the citizenship uh, process, which my oldest, my oldest sister has gone through, it is long, it's arduous, and it costs money. But let me tell you, when you get your, you, oh man, when you get your citizenship, it is the best goddamn feeling in the world. One of my best friends just two years ago, Finish his citizenship, his citizenship. Uh, and I mean, I couldn't be prouder. All right, I couldn't mm. be happier for him. But it's given him a more, uh, just a healthier respect for not only the process but also the you know where he's at today. So, <clears throat> so I mean, you know, going off of the the post factual world, I mean, it's essentially that. You know, you could you can say all you want, you can find all the information you want, but it doesn't change people's opinions because it's easy. It's easy to sit there and hold an opinion that carries no thought process behind it, where it actually takes work <clears throat> and effort to actually figure out, okay, where do I sit in this? And if you sit in the middle, there's nothing wrong. Despite what anybody else has told you, there's nothing wrong with sitting in the middle on the fence. Because guess what? That's where like 70% of the population sits at. They're all fence sitters and that's fine. All right. It's just who's the better salesman. So <clears throat> speaking of money and salesmen, mm -hmm. have you uh, have you heard about this whole California exit thing? Uh, actually, I have not. Really? No, I haven't. Oh, dude. California's been wanting to secede for a little bit ever since uh, Trump started uh, spouting off uh, executive orders. <sighs> and they... Uh, well, it could be a little challenging, isn't it? Well, actually it is, despite what they were saying. I mean, because so, if you were to secede, you're still like... <clears throat> I mean, you're still on like the American soil, and you'd basically have to like announce that you're in your own country. And then at that yeah. point, then it's not really much of anything for the United States to just be like, all right, well, we're just going to annex you. <laughs> that is true. We... we <sighs> We will lose a little bit of, of uh, tax revenue, but that's not a big deal. Um, and in the long run, yeah, I mean, we just annex the shit out of them and be like, okay, we're done. Yeah, it's like, you oh, know. that doesn't take very long. Yeah, exactly. So, but the apparently the, the governor, uh, I think Jerry Brown's his name, he's been spouting off a bunch of stuff saying, hey, we're cash flush. We don't need you. We're not going to pay taxes. They basically straight up told the government, we're not going to pay taxes. All right. <laughs> 
and uh, they they made a bunch of statements that we can live on our own. We're the third biggest uh, economy in the world, which is true, yes, but nothing's a little too rosy. So I had to look up uh, information on that. And so, you know, anybody who listens out, who's out in the West Coast, pay attention because what he's selling, the, the, the snake oil that he's selling you is not going to be, you know, a bed of roses when you guys, let's say, for example, let's, let's play the what if game here. Let's play the what if game and say, what happens if you do secede? All right. Well, what's going to happen? Well, let's look at the numbers real quick. So it's true. All right. California, it pays the most in federal, federal taxes, um, in terms of just revenue. So money that we take in as a federal government, uh, they pay the most, but they also have the highest population. I think it was like 38 and a half million people in the, the state. So they, they pay about $369 billion a year worth of revenue. So we give them as in federal aid the most as well at $54 billion. Now, if you compare revenue, so if it's like, you know, federal aid, uh, over revenue or something like that, it ends up being like 25% of their revenue. So <clears throat> what does that leave them? So if they secede, they no longer have to pay uh, federal taxes, right? Okay, cool. So what does that leave them? Well, state tax-wise, California actually has a state tax, which sucks. I'm happy I live in Florida. I don't have a damn state tax. Um, they take in about $140 billion in taxes, but their yearly expenditures are $240 billion, give or take, right? So they're always in the red, right? Mm. Yeah, exactly. So where where does that leave their debt situation? They're currently carrying $777 billion in debt, or about $20,000 per person in that state. Jeez. Yeah. So as of right now, it looks like, you know, people are thinking, oh, well, you know, all the money that we're paying the Fed, we can go ahead and use that shit for, to, you know, for the state themselves. Well, you could, but the perception is if you leave... The, the federal government, you all of a sudden get a tax break. I mean, am I right? Mm. You know, you no longer have to pay, per se, the, the, the man. We're, we're sticking it to the man. But if you want all the goods that the state's providing, you want to be cash flush, you kind of have to maintain that same tax bracket. Yeah. Which sucks in California because everybody who I've ever talked to that's from California, you're looking at like, God, they, they take almost half your money away and you're, you could be making $19 an hour. Yeah, you know, it, it, their their taxes are ridiculous. Everything's so expensive over there, dude. I yeah. whenever I was over there for just a little bit, I took a toll uh, across a bridge one time. Three dollar toll? <laughs> no, fifteen. Fuck what? It was fifteen fucking dollars to cross a bridge. It wasn't even a, you... a, like the Golden Gate Bridge or anything crazy. What? Are you kidding me? No, it takes fifteen dollars in tolls. It was Jesus fifteen dollars for one bridge. What? <laughs> Wow! See, there you go, folks. So Just to give you an idea, you're how complaining it is. about how you spent ten dollars to drive from one side of the state to the other. Yep. It's still not as bad as crossing three mile stretch of uh, land in California, depending on where you're at. So yeah, yeah. I would have to agree because I'm sitting there trying to do the math in my head, and I'm like, dude, you can go from Miami through, uh, all the way through Tampa, take all the toll roads. And you probably still won't come up to 15 bucks up until you probably hit, like, maybe the... Halfway the on your way back. <laughs> yeah, halfway on your way back. Shit. Like, he, you would maybe hit 15 bucks at that point. So you can travel, like, 800 miles, give or take, and you still would maybe come up even. 
Wow, I didn't know that it was that bad. I knew it was bad because I it was I yeah. I, I was like, man, I'm glad I'm not paying this thing. It was I was Holy on a I was crap. on a bus, so the bus like had like a the little automatic pass toll thing or whatever. But. Oh my god, thank god they were footing the bill. Because I, now I've met a, a a bank teller once. She was telling me that over in California she was making 19 bucks an hour. I was like, did you did did they keep that pay over here? And she goes, oh no no, they had they had to reduce my rate according to whatever you know the norm is over here. I'm like. Well, that blows. She goes, but everything's cheaper, so I'm much happier. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, that explains quite a bit. So, California is in an interesting predicament. So, technically, they could do that, and they could come out on top, but there's another issue as well. So, what makes California's economy their economy? Well, you know, what if I told you that their economy is very, very frail in and of the fact that 48% of the, the state revenue is actually impacted by the top 1% of people that exist there, all right? So 1% of individuals that exist, it, it, revenue, money-wise, right? They pay 48% of the taxes. Jeez. The other 90%, 99%, pay for the 52% of the revenue that, that you've got going on in that state. So when Facebook went public, all right, oh, they were expecting a... billion windfall, I believe. And uh, that that amounts to a significant amount of the revenue if you think about it in the grand terms of things. All right. So 1.6 billion out of 140 billion in revenue, that's that's a chunk, man. And they were sitting there sweating, sweating, you know, bullets like, oh my God, I hope it all goes through. I hope everything is okay. I hope everything's fine. Oh my God. And, you know, luckily, lucky for them, everything was good but another thing that people are realizing is that because taxes are so goddamn expensive they're taking their businesses with them and a lot of the because the the they're they're, they're facing a, an exodus in in business they're taking four and a half billion dollars with them in yearly revenue all right and people who are just leaving for the sake of leaving because they're tired of california or whatever they're looking at over the span of a decade about $29 billion worth of lost revenue or about $2.9 billion a year. I mean, that's significant. So what's the last trillion dollar gorilla in the room? Well, they have um, unfunded liabilities. And what does that mean? That means that basically it's a, it's a promise to pay that's just been unfunded, right? Pensions, the state's pension program and the state retirement program are the two last things that... that they need to pay off. In order for them to be solvent, they have to have money going in through everything. So what's the amount? Well, about $240 billion. Doesn't sound like a whole lot, but when you when the economists look at actually look at the uh, the interest and they factor in the interest of what they're supposed to pay out, you're looking at about at a, right at or under a trillion dollars worth of unfunded liabilities. And that is a monumental amount for a, a state to take on on its own. So this is something that when you look at it, if for face value, you're like, yeah, California's going to survive. Yeah, absolutely. But when you look at recent history, 1996 to be exact, they, they paid 11,000 of their employees in IOUs. Why? Because they can't manage money. So what's going to happen now? With all these numbers I just threw out, basically... California will either fold or succeed. And that's bad. All right. So anybody who's wanting to do that, here's an eye opener for you. Don't do it. 
your your state will more than likely fold. You do not want to leave. All right. Yeah, we're all, so, all of our good movies are going to come from. Yeah, exactly, man. Come on, like all, we don't we don't want movies made like in Seattle. Okay, <laughs> everything's going to be cold and wet. That's just going to be no fun, man. I mean, see, and this is this is what I'm talking about. You know, you're making you're you're, you're spouting an opinion off, and you don't have anything any any foundation to sit there and say, well, why is this a good idea? And then well, when you get down to it, because the majority of people are just agreeing with it, exactly. And so you have a massive level of confirmation bias. Yeah, well, you see, there are they all believe in it. Therefore, I should believe in the same thing. Speaking of you know? speaking of like a majority of people that follow things and stuff like that, um, I see these posts po- uh, post posted a lot. Uh, these post, things post posted. These things put up on Facebook a lot too, which. Uh, I never really liked at all. I never was a fan of them because uh, half of them, if not all of them, are bullshit. Uh, like, okay, so Max, how, have you ever per- perused? I don't know why I, can't, I keep like stuttering every word. I'm like, anyways, have you ever been ooh, going through uh, Facebook yeah. and then you see something by uh, somebody likes something from Uber Facts? Uber effects? Uber facts. Uber facts. Ooh, okay. It's like a green U with two dots on them. All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 4.462 million likes. Yeah, I just, wow. And to make this even more, like, uh, people share the stuff, okay? Here's one about spiders. Unrelated to the politics, but here, just listen to this. If you're Mm -hmm. afraid of, if you're afraid of spiders, you're more likely to find one of its in your bedroom. First of all, if you are afraid of spiders, you are more likely to find one if it's in your bedroom. How? Oh, oh, okay, good. So they posted uh, where they got their source from. Let's go check this shit out, okay? Their source <laughs> is Live Science, written by Charles Q. Choi, Live Science contributor. Go down and check out this author. Let's see what his qualifications are. Um... Oh, would you look at that? School of Journalism and Bachelor's of Arts degree in University of South Florida. Huh, weird. I don't see anything about doctors or science in this shit. Oh, wow. And guess how many people are going to fucking spread that shit around? Um, let's mm-hmm. go take a look at this, okay? 1,524, 1. 1, or yeah, 1.1,000 comments, 10,000 reactions to it. That's just about spiders, and it was yesterday that this was posted. Okay, mm-hmm. that's not even a long time. And that's for this a mundane circulate. topic. That's such a like a just a bullshit topic. Exactly, okay. and it's ridiculous, and it's insane that this is what people will just sit there and flock to because they're just like, oh yeah, that's that's it's on Uberfax. It says facts right there. But mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's dumb that they even post the source because half their sources are just garbage, anyways. Like the live science thing that I just talked about. None of that had any sign if you read the article it's talking about doctor who half the time like it it didn't even make any sense but people will sit there and post that stuff and the reason why i point that out is because that's exactly what happens with uh, you know whenever people have any ideas or opinions that are quote unquote their own they never actually go back and and check out what is going on another one is this thing called the the lad bible um oh yeah, and also uh, I fucking love science. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's been less sciencey and more. Uh, uh, Twenty-one million likes for yeah. the Lad Bible, and ha- like I mean, most of it's just like shit that came from Reddit, and they just repost it, and they were already popular. Pretty much. But, but the Lad Bible's credit, 
they do have some funny shit sometimes. They do okay. from time to it's time. Sometimes, but it it's still it's it, still garbage half it, the time. That exactly, and and I'm, I'm leaning now not from fact, but more towards. Um, I, I Facebook has a thing where it says if they're responsive to messages or not. That's funny. Um, <laughs> but like it, it shows how many people have flocked to this entertainment aspect, which is 21 million. And even though Uberfax is incorrect, it's got 4 million, a fraction of this. Okay. This is important because that's exactly the, the, the direction that America has, has lent itself towards. We've mm-hmm. become more entertainment. We want to be entertained and less educated. And even though Uberfax is in the wrong by giving people like not really factual information and half of it's garbage and they just put a picture of whatever it is they're talking about with like a slightly <coughs> opaque background and then or opaque background and they put some fucking text over it and they're like, oh look at it, it's it's true. Mm-hmm. Basically. And a lot of the, a lot of the data that they, they give you again, they give you in, as much information to prep your head to say I have accepted these facts. Exactly. Therefore, they're true. And it's just enough. It doesn't have to explain itself. It does not by any means have to explain itself. It just says, hey, did you know that, uh, uh, you know, if you're afraid of spiders, you're more likely to find one in your bedroom. And they're like, I'm afraid of spiders. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. And then you're going to sit there, react to it. Oh, my God. I'm afraid of spiders. I'm going to tell Jennifer about this. Clickety, clack, clack, click, send. Share. You have it. Like an article from Playboy.com. Boobies? No. An article from Playboy.com of all places has pointed out, uh, is actually a very, uh, probably one of the best articles I've seen about (laughs) politics in a while, which is weird that it came from here, but um, (coughs) Jesus, my nose has got this weird tickle. All right, we're good. All right. right. It says, um, this this article is says uh, Donald Trump has already made America great again. And when I first read that, I was thinking, I was like, okay, let's see what this shit's about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I took a look at it. I, I read over it, skimmed over it a little bit. And basically what it says is because he, he he's inspired. Okay, I'll just read the headlines here. He's inspired people to take action. It says, we should have been marching in the streets years after we bailed out of the banks in 2008 or during the decade-long war we waged in the Middle East or after it was revealed that the government was tapping our emails or communications. But it took now to to have people go marching out and everything like that. The water in Flint is still undrinkable. We let Newtown happen. We should have marched every single incident and we should have marched when Trump secured the fucking nomination in the first place is what it says. He's forced us to focus on policy. He's revealed our blind spots. He's forced us to reconsider our values. He's proven just how addicted we are to entertainment. People want to ascribe all kinds of terrible reasons as to why he got elected. Racism, sexism, xenophobia, and foreign interference. All those things exist in our America. Trump played those heartstrings because he knew it would get our reactions. Because reality TV TV stars know how to create drama. And so he turned our election into a reality show, and we let it happen. And it's... I mean, if you read the whole thing, it's actually a pretty good thing. It's actually a pretty cool, mm-hmm. you know, uh, little article because it takes a stance that I, I feel that, I mean, of all places, Playboy would have. Um, but it takes a stance on a situation that most people just sit there and take the blame right. uh, or make point fingers or, or just try to come up with an excuse. Um, but instead, it sums up by saying he's woken us up. Today, people are promising to no longer sit in the sidelines and be apolitical. Promises for midterm resurgence are being hatched all over the country. Um, we needed to look at the sustained protests of the civil rights movements for guidance, progress in a marathon, not a race. We need to 
Stop watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians and attend city council meetings. Stay, uh, start organizing grassroots oppositions. Stop arguing with each other on Facebook. I mean, mm-hmm. it all brings up good points. And uh, while this is just an article and it's just one person and there are the people that are being active in this, there's still a good majority of people. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and say that I go out and do anything crazy, but there's still a majority of people that I'd say most of the country that, that's just going to sit there and do that, sit there on Facebook or Twitter and just type away about how everything is someone else's fault. Yep, pretty much. And, it, you know, and things change when you're behind the keyboard, too, to the point to where you, you're willing to, to make take a little a few more risks and say the things that you wouldn't normally say to a person's face. You know, and, uh, you know, a Gee, lot of this... Son of a gun, Matt. Let me just... Or, Max, I got to cut you off one second. I went down to the comments, and the first comment that I see oh my has God, nothing, nothing to do with the article except for the fact that Trump has mentioned it, and I guarantee that this person is a fucking idiot. Um, oh, please. It says, spout it off, brother. Trump has no dignity. He is, a simp- he is simply a narcissistic liar. Anybody who thinks he is more is delusional. Did you not even read the article? Or did you see a picture of Donald Trump, and then you just was like, oh, fucking Donald Trump... <laughs> I mean, here's the next here's the next one, okay? Here's the next one. What a normal person would would probably want to say. I appreciate this writer's view completely. I'm not going to read the whole thing and I didn't, but I'm just saying that's a good way to start it. I appreciate this writer's view completely. It's an open-minded aspect to take a look at it. And then it's funny because the third comment says, I like how the author's final message is to stop arguing over Facebook and be active and this comment section is doing exactly what she said not to. Um, so it's just it's and then there's the people that are going like oh you got a number of things wrong here the majority of those are mainly women demonstrating against trump who have been working in the communities blah 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 fucking who cares like <laughs> i was talking to matt about this um and i know i'm kind of like i just i'm I'm sort of just like ranting in this episode but I no, no to, that's what this episode is for <laughs> trust me it's i okay. talked to, i talked to matt about this a little bit and i i like and I don't I, we I understand where it's come from, but that whole march on things where you know like um, uh, tampons and stuff like that are like oh, a luxury. The uh, yeah, the women's march where they're like okay, they're trying to make like things like that a luxury item where you have to pay a luxury tax, but those aren't luxury items; they're hygienic items, and they don't they shouldn't be taxed more or whatever. Like I I get, I get that I understand that part of it, um, or like the uh, the what was it the uh, the abortions and stuff like that, and I understand that as well. There's so many different sides you take about it, and I'm not for or against any one of them, uh, simply because I believe that everybody's got their own opinion to it, and it, really, it's it, who am I to sit there and pick a side? Um, so I don't really have any thoughts on abortions and stuff, but what <laughs> I did have a thought on was how people were like rallying against, which they should have done, like the article said, a long time ago. Yep. But... Now, after he's in office, they're like, oh, you should take action. <laughs> so they go and do that march and stuff. And they're like, no, we want the funding for, what was it, Planned Parenthood? Was that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> because they want to, like, what, drop the funding, I think, from what I kind of picked well, up from yeah, the, uh, a lot of a lot of what was going on was he signed an executive order to, to stop funding in other countries uh, for abortions. It doesn't mean he's banned it. He just stopped funding other countries and barred them <laughs> barred anybody who's funded by us that provides a service to to even speak about it but if the but if it's like somebody else who who provides a service or whatever they can talk about it all they want 
So that's primarily it. Okay, so I read this thing that was probably, I don't know, I think it was a Facebook post, which is against More what I normally likely. say, but um, I read this thing, and even if it wasn't true, it still held some weight, and I, I understand the point it was getting across with. It said if all the people that attended the Women's March donated $150, they could have started their own organization. And I was like, you know what? That gives me an idea, and that idea is people are sitting there and they're like complaining and complaining and complaining and the government has had all these issues for years and years and it's not like we didn't know about them it's just now all of a sudden because there's a guy that they don't like and he's getting some things that people don't agree with they're like oh, okay now it's the time to take action yeah exactly so so what i think is wouldn't it be a bigger like fuck you if you just said hey we don't need the government we'll just do it on our own because if the government feels useless then what's the point of it <laughs> And then that would kind of start to change or turn some heads and make people or government, big government, uh, go like, okay, we're kind of losing something here and we need to figure out how to get this back because a country without its people is, or sorry, a government without its people isn't a government. Dude, you couldn't have said it better. I mean, that's 100% it. You know, we, this is the part that, that people fail to understand. We ourselves, all right? are the <clears throat> we control our government we have a very unique configuration of our government and that is they serve us and us exclusively right <clears throat> if you want them to do something fine reach out to them speak to them <clears throat> i'm sorry for all the uh the, the clearing of of thy throat um but you know e you, you can do, we have so much more power. Sitting there complaining about it isn't going to get you much, much further. In this instance, the squeaky wheel does not get the lube. The squeaky wheel will just straight up get replaced and or ignored entirely because there's like 300 million other wheels that we can go on. All right. <clears throat> so to say that, you know, all this protesting is doing great, yada, yada, yada. This is fantastic. Here's the thing. During the civil rights, not only did they protest, but they reached out, all right? And they spoke to their senators, and they spoke to their governors, and they spoke to their elected officials, because that was the civic duty of, of the citizenry. The purpose of, of being a citizen is that you're in control. And you're absolutely right. If they donated 150 bucks per person, how many people did the... Did, uh, March. It was like several million uh, women, I think it was. It was like, it was huge, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. I don't you really know, know the number, but I know it was large. It was it was large across many states and across a couple of countries. You know, that they could have handled it on their own. And oh man, that'd be fantastic. Because, it, it, you know, it just doesn't make any sense when we're all talking, no action. And therein lies the difficulty. We're all talk, no action. You know, gone are the days when we have people that actually said, you know what, let's do something. Now it's like, you know what, I'm going to go call somebody a racist. Where are all these? Why? Why? Like, What's up? Because I'm looking at I'm looking at Reddit now, too. And oh, Jesus. Reddit is just as bad as far as their political stuff. People are just throwing things all over the place. Um, Dude, but Reddit. Reddit swings so far left. That the only tiny bastion of 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 is, conservatism is, R, is like R, R the Trump Donald. <laughs> yeah, R Donald. <laughs> Not even like R conservative is like it's it's dwindling. Like they're all migrating to R the Donald. That it it is 
it is hilarious because all you see is like mega centipedes and just everything, everything on the far right, and it is hilarious. I um just hang on. There's oh wow that that is a that's a pretty cool mod there, follow. Uh, sorry, I just got distracted. Um, <laughs> another thing that things. distracted me while we're we're on the subject of Reddit is Reddit always has this weird tendency to put up like attractive women that lost their legs or arms and stuff like that. Where did these people come from? I don't know. Man. And how do they the lose their too. limbs? I, I I don't know. Like whenever I've ever seen anybody who's a paraplegic or just like a monoplegic I don't know what the right word is but like anything that anybody has lost any limbs they haven't been like attractive people but I, I heard you guys like seeing paralyzed people in exoskeletons here's my first time walking using crutches I click on the little thingy and sure enough it's this cute girl like walking on crutches and she's all like hey, hey, hey. but in real life like I've worked with people like that and stuff before and they always smell the guy farted half the time on me <laughs> and it was horrible it stunk and he smelled like piss and I'm just I would really like to know where does Reddit find these people? <laughs> and how do they keep losing their limbs and, and stuff? You know, the first question you see, like, and it's, it, it goes both ways, too, because I've seen, like, really attractive dudes and, like, really attractive women. And you're just like, where the fuck did you, how did you lose your, like, the first question out of out of any normal person's mouth would see that and be like, dude, how did, how, you, you're, like, too good looking to be losing a limb. How'd you do that? Yeah, I'd really It's not like because to know. of, like, diabetes either. Like, uh, just b- make something up. Even yeah, I would I just an, give me something to go like, oh, okay. I got in a cage fight with a tiger and he took my leg. Oh, exactly. Okay. Well, that works. So uh, sorry, kinda, sorry about the little, no, no, little no, derailment there, but we, I think we kind of needed it, you know? Yeah, no, we definitely needed it. Because now the people know to look. Exactly. Go, guys, go to Reddit. This is a free advertising for Reddit. Um, so, you know, with all this, with all this talk of, of, of opinions being made for us and whatnot. So where does this come from? Where, why are we here? Well, it's from a simple term called propaganda. And it, and it's something that's a term that most people have see and they, it carries a negative connotation. Like, no, 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 no. Fox news is propaganda, man. CNN is totally, you know, center. I just watched a video about how CNN had a, a little segment on a hypnotist. CNN is just as stupid as everyone else. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, there's... It's messed up because, like, if you look... Let's look at the definition of propaganda. Just fucking... Let's just look at the definition of it. All right? Information, especially of a biased or misleading nature, used to promote or publicize a particular political cause or point of view. What does that sound like, folks? Like really, what does that sound like? That could—that's your Fox News, your CNN, your MSNBC, your whatever, 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 whatever other news station that you could find. That's not your local news station, right? These major media companies—that's them. Like, gone are days of like actual journalism. It's well, oh, cool. Let me go see what's what's going on on Twitter and or. On Reddit, and then I'm gonna put a spin on it, right? Exactly, and that's like that guy with the freaking spider article. You you follow back to what was it? Sci- science, life science. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, life science. Okay, that sounds like a sciencey thing or whatever. And then you go click on it, and it's just a fucking journalist. He's not a doctor. He's not anything. It's just a journalist playing off of different multimedia aspects and different avenues of entertainment. Doctor mm-hmm. Who. 
people's arachnophobic, you know, whatever. The the whole like, oh my god, spiders, like people overreacting to garbage. Mm-hmm. And it's just all just smart playing off of people's like what makes people tick. It's social psychology. And that's actually a way propaganda that's one one form of of propaganda that, that actually gets people. It's deal it's it's taking on their so- the social psychology. You're more than likely to listen to somebody if they have science in their name or, or in the website's name. Our You're thing more- is called Did You Know Science? Bitches. Left wing, right wing, body. We're all of it. We're everything. And science everything. and English and Chinese. <laughs> I got to learn how to say Did You Know in Chinese. Me hong dang da. I don't know what that. I bet you I said something really bad. Oh my god! There goes our Chinese popular uh, Chinese um, listeners. Listeners, we've got like all three of them too. Uh, <laughs> if any one of you, any one of y'all listening, can you just give us a translation, please? We'll put he, it in he, subtitles too. He's probably just like I don't know. It didn't really make much sense. He said, uh, "Cat, dog, Fart. remote, what? the." <laughs> of course, I don't think they have like conjunctions and stuff. So Pass the dark, uh, the dog gas, please. <laughs> oh my God! So, in a nutshell, ladies and gentlemen, you know you got to understand that you know the a lot of these large corporations have essentially removed the concept of critical thought, removed skepticism because they don't need that. That's pesky. It gets in the way and it makes their jobs a lot more difficult. You know, and it's not, this isn't like a rant for me blaming media, social media, you know, uh, the media, uh, um, but the, po- the population and is what made everything the way that it is today. If the majority it, didn't, thank you. if the majority of the people didn't do the things that they did in the past, we wouldn't have the things that we wouldn't be able to complain about the things that we're complaining about. We wouldn't have the problem where entertainment rules everything, where media is, or sorry, where the news is not about what is factual. It's not true journalism. It's mm-hmm. about what can get the most watch time what's the thing that can get us the most hits what's the thing that could get us the most likes shares mm-hmm. it, it's not it's a, just all a big competition like that like the playboy article said um like trump turned the the election into a reality show and you didn't yeah. watch the debates to see what interesting or like what factual topics they would discuss you wanted to see him talk shit you wanted to see what the, you wanted to be the one that sat there and tweeted the first thing about like oh who see donald trump do this or did you see what hillary was wearing or oh you want to be yeah. the person oh. that did that it, it wasn't about the election it was about how can i get as because everybody has their own stage and everybody has to be the person to, to want to get the most enter like to be the most entertaining among their friends or, or whatever the case is I mean, that's the whole point of people post shit. I mean, let, me, let me, let me just prove my point. <clears throat> First thing on here. Okay. Uh, it's a video called Now This Politics, which is equally stupid uh, when compared to, um, it's got 2 million likes and it's basically the, the Uber facts and all that stuff. Oh, um, Jesus. But let's scratch that for a second. I, I wanted to scroll down to a different one. Um, here we have a, a picture of someone's cat. And it's got eight eight likes. Here we have um, a picture of some someone else doing a thing. He doesn't have a lot of friends, so he's got two. All right. Here, here we have another person with a video, and this video has a lot of likes, about two almost two million views. The thing what I'm getting at, guys, is 
the, like, why do you post these things if not for the entertainment and for the mm-hmm. approval of other people? You wouldn't sit there and just post a picture of your cat if you weren't going to, you know, not think you were going to get a reaction out of it. You wouldn't just do it and be like, oh, I just use Facebook to store my photos. You know, it's a horrible place to store photos. So (laughs) what I'm saying is that the entire Internet and people and Facebook and social media has kind of shaped us into becoming these these creatures of of a constantly searching for approval from our friends and constantly searching Mm -hmm. for that that high you know you post that one thing you get like 80 likes on it and you're like i need more of that and that's what the media has also become and the news has become that and everything's become that the politics have become that i mean fucking twitter you could talk to the president on twitter like that's ridiculous to me i think it's a little ridiculous that is that is <laughs> like, very ridiculous and it's like oh come on dude just shut up somebody disconnect him somebody take his goddamn phone away you know it, it's just one of those things that when when you look at it actually you look at it in in such a manner that you realize that this could be it's not like a societal breakdown or anything like nothing so apocalyptic like that but it's just it's a breakdown of what would be a norm it's a breakdown of how we conduct ourselves in society it's a breakdown of of how we view things that require a critical eye that require us to be skeptical and you know science goes out the window at this point if you're no longer skeptical fuck it what's the point of having the scientific method right Mm -hmm. it it just it makes no sense whatsoever so in the end we're looking at these things and we're kind of scratching our head and, and trying to vent our frustrations. But, you know, we know things aren't going to change, at least in the immediate future. We're hoping things will change, though. You know, uh, we're both fathers and we both want the best for our kids and so on and so forth. It's just it's fucking difficult when we have to sit here and explain to our kids, son, this is what an idiot looks like because he doesn't look at things objectively. Just don't don't be that. Don't be a dick. Okay, just don't be a dick. Have a mind of your own. Have a mind of your own, exactly. Because that is our duty as a parent, to teach our kids to have a mind of their own, not to do their damn thinking for them. So, on that note, I think we should end it off. Yeah. Uh, this was a fantastic conversation, my friend. What do you think? Um, yeah. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm just like, I... And you could easily just, I was like, some of the stuff that I, I know I said, you could probably just take out of context and be like, he hates Jews. And I'm like, I never said that. <laughs> and then I'm going to have to come out with another, another uh, recording. All right, guys, listen, he, Jews was never used in the context. <laughs> Except of... towards the end where I was mocking you. Exactly. All but, right. Uh, dude, that that was... kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, the, the John Jafari thing that I sent you. Did you, you, you kind of looked at that a little bit. Is that John Jafar? Is that the guy who that's interpreted John Tron? That's John Tron. John Tron. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, we're going for an extended episode, ladies and gentlemen. Just, just a, a little tidbit before we we end here. Um, so John Tron or John Jafar, just John, whatever. He's he's he kind of likes to speak his mind, you know. And yeah. what cracked me up about it, the article mentioned that he's Persian American, which I never even thought twice of. And that's another big problem is I've never bothered to even think what his ethnicity is, but whenever you slap Persian American, immediately I have some kind of like you know, like you why did you even give me that bit of information? I yeah, could have done the, without the, it. Yeah. 
it's they, to anybody kinda, they're packing him in that in that little box man they are because anybody who's like oh fucking virgin americans always coming over here stealing or, or whatever you know like the people that would be you know against it now they're like oh well now i have the fuel that i need and the people that are like not against it the liberals or whatever I mean, persians aren't even whatever but you, you know what i mean like it, it puts him into a box where now all of a sudden you have a, an opinion you're either going to be mm-hmm. on his side or you're you're not based off of just those that one word persian american because it's hyphenated um yeah. but then they go on and he he talks about some things that he he said some stuff I'm not going to get you can just find the article somewhere on the internet but you can find the article read it and take your own opinion and stance on it but to me whenever I see it it's just a guy who's not afraid to just say whatever's on his mind Yeah, and, and that's okay we need more of that more free thinking mm-hmm. and whether or not it's it's something that's like oh left or right or whatever fuck that it's a dude's opinion I don't have to side with anything you could sit there and label my ideas as much as you want but at the end of the day, they're, they're my, my ideas and, and they're exactly. my opinions and whether or not, you know, left or right wings and all this other crap exists, you know, it doesn't, that's not what influenced me. I just had my own opinions before all of that. So don't box me in with a group of other people because the other hundred thousand opinions I have could be completely different. Exactly. And he got skewered. Yeah. His, dude, his followers, like, I mean, they just went full on cannibal on him. And they straight up just started calling him, uh, wishing him, wishing his for his death. If they see him, they're gonna punch him, and a whole bunch of other slurs that I can't repeat on here. I mean, it was <coughs> bad, man. I mean, I he's mean, he still got three million subscribers, but I don't know what that dropped from. <laughs> that that is true. I'm sure we could find that data somewhere on the net. Yeah, on there's the a website somewhere. Yeah, or whatever. But it's, man. It, it, I mean, it, this just kind of gives you an idea, man. People are quick to throw you under the bus if you don't agree with them nowadays, and that sucks, man. So much so that if you if you have a political ideology, you're almost afraid to come out and say it. It's it, it's bad. So, you know, all we can ask for everybody who's listening out there, all of seventeen people, we ask you comfortably to just give keep your mind open. Keep your mind open. I mean. Agree to disagree. It doesn't matter if somebody pisses you off because the end the end of the day, they're not paying your bills, man. You know, you still have the same job. You still got to do the same thing the next day. You still got to live your life, right? The end of the world is not going to happen just because we have the Cheeto man in office, right? We we have to continue living our life. We have to continue being critical of not only our government, regardless of where you stand in the political spectrum, but we have to continue being skeptical of the information being fed to us. All right. And so I ask that let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. And then let's continue holding their feet to the fire because you never know that good things might happen. And if bad things happen, remember there's 300 million guns in America and 150 million hands that People are just scared shitless to deal with, so... And even if it is bad, the fact that everybody's more aware of it (laughs) is is also a positive side. So while people could sit there and and say their profanities and all that stuff against uh, the the Trump presidency and all that stuff, it, it... I mean, I'd almost say that it was needed... Because we were kind of getting into this lull where, like, eh, we're the best. Eh, what else do we have to complain about? Oh, uh, I don't like and, the way that and shoes now are. People, it's like <laughs> there's a fire under people's asses that 
Yeah, so I mean... Was it there beforehand? It could be... Bad, yeah, but at the same time, even if it is bad, it's a bad choice. It was the people's choice, and the people are now, you know, kicking their asses for it, so... Well, we'll see what happens. So, yeah. on that note, final note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you want to continue that conversation, please follow me on Twitter, at the Info Diver. And you can follow me at VG Elucidator on Twitter. And you can check me out on YouTube, VG Space Elucidator. And that's, that's that. That's right. Well, you have a wonderful evening. Good night, everybody. Good night.